back to the side quest podcast and tgi motherfucking friday i am eric your moderator joined as always by justin and jeff justin jeff say hello boys hello hello boys how are we feeling today well we're feeling creepy (laughs) yeah just a little creepy but we're feeling great well i didn't even tell you the worst part is that i'm not wearing pants right now well, as you shouldn't be, because it's Friday. It's our first Friday episode, so I'm so excited. In this episode, we got the Yerkles. We got the Tim Allen grunts. We got the dial-up modems. That's right. We're going back to some better days and taking a trip down memory lane, so put on your starter jackets, buckle up your beanie babies, grab your Tamagotchis, hop in between Uncle Jesse and Joey in the back seat, and let's have mercy while we cruise, buddy. Did I do that? Oh, God. Holy shit. Did I just make my dad proud or what? He's just so proud listening to this. Uh, so thanks, Ralph. That was for you. You're your big thanks, boy. Thanks, Ralph. You're a big boy growing up. So <laughs> so, so, that's, <laughs> so that's right, folks. We're, we're going back to the 90s, just back to some of the glory days. Uh, we all grew up in the 80s, but mostly in the 90s. And so... Uh, a little lesser-known trivia nugget, but, um, you know, Joey on Full House, he was never actually called Uncle Joey. I always grew up thinking it was Uncle Jesse and Uncle Joey, but it's like the Mandela effect. Like, he was never actually called Uncle Joey. I don't know if you guys knew that. Well, did the kids call him that? Yeah. No, the kids called him Joey. Hmm. Interesting. I mean... And I had a, I had a chance to meet Uncle Joey, and I definitely called him Uncle Joey. <laughs> Well, you did he, you know, seem pissed off afterwards because he's probably heard it so many times. He's just like, oh, you're not a true fan. Get the hell away. No. From me. And even worse, we thought he was Canadian and he's not. Oh, man. Just in the basement, Canadian and Uncle Joey. It's the trifecta. Just of cut it out. <laughs> ruined his night. Uh, so that was, uh, yeah, that little nugget of trivia um, I found out. And I was very upset because I don't know if you guys have done that a lot with the Mandela effect or just thinking. You know, it's one thing when in reality it's another, but sorry. I don't know. I think that's the big thing for Friday. I think we can wrap it up. That was a lot of info right there. Yeah, so thanks for joining us. Uh, Hit us up on all social medias. But no, we're I'm excited uh, for Friday's episode. We're just going to kind of go back in time a little bit to the the good old days and um, a a trip back down memory lane. So uh, if I just blew your mind with the, you know, Joey comment, give us a like, a follow, follow, follow Jeff and I and Justin on social media at SideQuest Pod. We'll be sure to fill those brains with some more useless knowledge throughout the episode. So thanks again for joining us. But um, so we all, I mean, we all grew up in the 80s. I know we're different ages, but Justin, you're you're probably, you're a couple years older than me and you and Jeff are around the same I mean, age, Did right? we really grow up in the 80s? No. I don't think we or, did. I think we were born in the 80s. We were and born, I feel like but we grew up in the 90s. at the very end of it. Well, you learned how to walk. Let's put it that way. You learned how to walk and do a little bit of goo goo gaga. Uh, and swearing and Justin swearing and you know egging cars uh, on, during Halloween of course um, so You're we kind of right. so we, we were infants in the 80s and but we really grew up in the 90s so I'm just going to throw the first uh, question out to you guys what do you really remember from the 90s like if, if you take your mind back and just say alright 90s it's either summer or during the school year whatever Justin, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think back to like the glory days of the '90s? Uh, obviously, it's playing Nintendo and Sega. 
uh, not going outside because I had zero friends. Audience, believe me when I say that, I had no friends. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's just always, I remember I would play video games as much as I possibly could. And Mario and Mega Man on Nintendo. And then when Sega came out playing NBA Jam and Sonic, that was, that was it. And I was a, a fat, useless little turd of a kid. Very nice. Well, now you have tons of friends because everybody listening is your is your best friend. So we love Aww. you, Justin. La, la, we la. love you. Jeff, what about you? What do you remember most about kind of just the 90s? Oh, there's so much in the 90s. I mean, I think for you and I, the, the two big things was uh, Pauly Shore and Tom Green was our uh, our go-tos on the weekend. Yeah. Um, and then uh, for a lot of you that didn't don't know this, um, obviously Eric and I grew up with each other, but we also used to film a lot of really i don't know were they funny were they shitty we did movies we did little tv skits we'd film basically any weekend we were able to hang out yeah so i remember doing that like every weekend the sleepovers where we didn't tell our parents that we were doing the sleepover but we decided we're doing a sleepover we'd stay up we watch tom green we watch biodome we'd film stupid movies with my brothers and the neighbors uh i think that was like you know the 90s for us and then during we'd go to blockbuster and run all the different games um i mean that was it we were playing video games and we were shooting movies and just acting goofy on the weekends do either of you remember when blockbuster used to do the blockbuster sega super nes challenge i don't all i really I remember the Pokemon, like... Yeah, uh, that's Pokemon Snap. But yeah. I think, Eric, you and I were more Nintendo. Yeah, so Justin, explain to the audience out there, and us, because I, I need to learn something here. What what was that all about? So from 90... I want to say it's 94 to 96, Blockbuster had a video game tournament in-house through all of its stores that invited players from all walks of life to come put in their best hand. And I joined the tournament in 1995 and on the Sega component and the two games that you had to play to compete for the world championship were NBA Jam and Judge Dredd. And lo and behold, I won my division in NBA Jam and Judge Dredd and won a year's free worth of video game rentals. What? What? How? I don't know. How uh, How long have we known each other? How did I miss that? Yeah. I don't even... I've got a plaque. Some I think it's in the basement right now. I've got a certificate, and it was a big deal. And they did like a, a not a global championship, but like a domestic championship in Orlando, Florida. I didn't qualify because my score wasn't high enough. So it's my personal shame that I didn't make it all the way to the finals. But I definitely won my region. Wow. Well, I say you know, Pixar didn't happen. So you gotta you gotta find that trophy, that plaque, and post it all over the social media because. I got a problem. I got to see this. That's that's awesome. I remember from Blockbuster uh, very vividly, like you go there to print out your Game Boy. What was the Game Boy? Oh, Game Boy camera, where you take stupid ass black and white pictures <laughs> of yourself. Pixel at five pixels. Yeah, five pixels. And you were so proud of it. You're waiting in like the doctor's office and sitting in the chair and you would take it of yourself or like you and your brothers, Jeff, and then go to Blockbuster, print it out. I mean, it was great marketing to get people there just to go you know, rent video games and movies, but I, I would have to agree like blockbuster huge go-to like the summer nights, you know, playing outside ghosts in the graveyard games with neighbors. 
Um, I remember going there and always trying to find like the Godzilla movies that were like hidden in the back. And for some reason, they'd always be rented. And then when they weren't, it was like finding a piece of gold. Yeah. I'll admit, I had, I don't know why it took me so long, but it took me forever to figure out that the store was listed A to Z. I would I would always just go like toward, <laughs> I would always go towards the middle because that's where a lot of good movies were and I don't know if it's just the letter of the alphabet or just I was an idiot so you know come tweet at me the hate but honestly I thought that's how it worked like these are great movies I see a, a high heavy population in this area uh, so I just went there and I was trying to figure out where some of these movies were. Dude, I worked at Blockbuster for about like six months at one point, like right after college, and it was a fantastic job. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, I I would have loved to work there knowing like the perks are, hey, maybe at the end of my shift, I can grab a video game and a, one of those really shitty buckets of popcorn with the <laughs> with the bag like plastered to the bottom. Love yeah, that. Yeah, did you get was... first pick on games? Yeah, games and movies came in the week before and were rentable before they were on the shelves. Up to seven a week. <laughs> See, that was always a thing going there. And first thing I would do was go to the game section and see, oh, can I get Mario 64? And nope, it's not. It's out. Yeah, that was the worst feeling because there was no other avenue to get that. I mean, you either went there and it was there. And if your mom took you like right at 430 as soon as school got out, and you got there quick enough, you can grab like the last couple copies. But if you're late or if you're going there on Saturday, forget it. It's gone. Now you got to wait. Oh, all you your... would never get it on the weekend. Oh, yeah. Ever. All your friends have it. And I think that was one thing I, I remember is, um, you know, since Jeff and I really grew up together, is that his household pretty much had one or two of each system. Whereas my family, they didn't. It, it took me a really long time to, and a lot of sales pitches to say, I really need. <laughs> The Nintendo. I really need the Sega Saturn, the N64. The day that we, I think it was my mom was driving me to Best Buy and you were going to Best Buy and we saw each other in the parking lot and your dad and my mom drove next to each other and we're like, what'd you get? You're like, I got Beetle Adventure. And I'm like, I got Star Wars Rogue One. And then we're like, yeah. And then we just drove away. (laughs) We were always a little bit behind. We were so excited for those purchases and you know, I, I, I remember vividly going to Blockbuster to rent the actual PlayStation 2 whole unit. So I think I convinced yeah. my mom. You Okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you rented an Xbox back when we were in college for your sister's oh, yeah, just to Christmas play one party night. because you had to play Halo. Yeah, Halo 3 and just And I don't know out. if it was those, those shots in the vial. That you kept drinking, then you had this great idea, like, we need an Xbox right now. Yeah, someone and drive us to Blockbuster. And rented it. Oh, those were the good old that's, days. That was and you played it for like 10 minutes. That wasn't too long ago. That was, no, I, I remember, you know, like, they you have to put your credit card down. Because if you, like, dent or ding that thing, they I'm pretty sure they put a deposit down of, like, $400. And then and it they, came in that giant suitcase. Yeah, yeah, like the, like the, <laughs> the governmental giant suitcase that it's was like handcuffed. Yeah, handcuffed to your wrist, and you only have the key. Oh, man. Yeah, Blockbuster was great. I think, you know, there's a lot of other great things about the 90s that I can think of. Like, one of those things is obviously the internet. Like, video games were a good filler. Movies were a good filler. But all of a sudden, the, you websites dialing up to the modem, getting on the AOL, getting the free disc at the roller skating party. 
Um, oh you know, what, let's kind of dive straight into um, what I like to talk about, which is AOL. What what were the, you know, Justin and Jeff for the... Uh, I got a funny story for AOL. <laughs> Go so, for it. So when AOL first came out, um, you know, my dad had to have it, and we had to have it because Brandon, my older brother, is huge into computers. He's, you know, now he runs his kind of does the same thing that Eric does, but for a university and all that. So anyway, we get this new computer and we get AOL and Brandon's telling my dad, you got to pick a, you got to pick like a username for the, for the main account. So he keeps trying to do like our last name or like Rocky or something. And they're all taken. And my dad's just slowly losing his mind. Like, I can't, I can't believe this. Not everyone can have every name I'm choosing. Yeah. And Brandon's like, you're picking the most obvious names. <laughs> yeah. So finally, my dad in frustration just takes his hand and just hits the keyboard and goes, here, let's see if that works. Clicks enter and it took it. And then it came out to be called Orphan Dink. And that was <laughs> that was our main user Dink. AOL account. D-I-N-K, Dink. Orphan Dink. Oh my God. And that's I'm glad. And then he's like well, how do we change it? And we're like, you can't. That's it now. You're stuck that with that. That was the end of the line. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and so I'm glad you brought that up because our first, our very first fan side quest question or side question, you guys let us know what sounds better, comes from uh, the Palindrome Jedi, and she asks, what were your AOL screen names and also ASL, like the A, the slash, the L for age, sex, location. So, Justin, let's start with you. What was your AOL screen name? So you audience, if if you're old enough to remember or if you're too young, you need to understand that we were not a creative breed necessarily back in 1996-7, whenever you first got into AOL. We were children. Mine was JLD, my initials, 549, which equals 18, which was the age I was looking forward to so I can (laughs) get out of the house. I was so rebel. Oh my god, that that there's so much thought put into the numbers. I feel like the 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 initials came really quick, and then it was like, <laughs> oh my god, I'm in tears over here. Jeff, what was I yours? I was so edgy. Oh yeah, so mine was because at the time, because obviously you and I were always filming movies, so it was it was big director. Yeah, <laughs> I was a big time director at the age of. Whatever. I'm sure, I'm sure people in in chat rooms were thinking it was Spielberg or something. Nope, it's just Jeff. Here he is, just me. And my, or something worse. Oh God, yeah. Um, but mine, mine was uh, Airball '64 because basketball. Oh, I remember that. Basketball and then Nintendo '64. So just it's it was pretty useless to start. So thanks so much, uh, Palindrome Jedi, uh, for asking that question. You know, anybody else out there, feel free to tweet at us, put on our Facebook page. What questions do you want to ask? And actually, this question helped spark um, this whole episode. So you never know when we might just center around, you know, your question for the whole episode. Because I'm your like your side quest. Yeah. This. Thank you so much for the side quest. Um, be sure to to post whatever your screen name was and and kind of the backstory behind it. Because I'm sure there's some ridiculous ones. Oh my God, the 18. I couldn't. <laughs> I just spit up a little bit. I couldn't, I couldn't wait to be 18 to move out of the house. Uh, I mean, it's deep down, it's a, it's a sad thing. I'm sorry for laughing, but oh my god, that's good. Um, it was legit. It was. I remember my older brother's screen name was Run Two Fifty One because he wanted it to be Roy, 
because of Kingpin, but he couldn't get Roy. Oh. So he went with Run. And and of course you evolve, right? Like we're all Pokemon on AOL. You get the you get the six disc, then you get upgraded to seven. Oh, and then when AIM came out, remember you could just constantly just change your name. Oh and yeah. So many names. So I had to, I can't even remember half the ones I had there. Well not only that, but like your your background and your aim chat window and everybody, oh my god, the buddy noises of like Rolling Stone, darn, 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 and yeah, just... that was the first kind of social media before MySpace. It was the the aim. Yeah, and like your away message was like, and you, you know... s- and you sang a song about that. Oh yeah, I'd saying if we could dig those up, I'm sure Tom Feline <laughs> has yeah. those. Feline Machine, um, post some of those. So songs. you want to explain real quick on what we're talking about? <laughs> so it was around <laughs> this time uh, that you know when the internet came out i for some reason decided to become a professional uh, freestyle rapper for 60 oh my God. 60 second raps cuz that's all the uh, microsoft recorder would record at the time so i decided to play some instrumental background music and then i would just record raps and one of those was about you know checking the buddy list and starting up your computer and so uh, challenge to Feline Machine. If you can find that and post it, we will make that public uh, so that all can hear my famous rap from, I think it was early high school. Uh, maybe it was around that time. I don't know if it was like right when it came out, but yeah. So, <laughs> so that was a good time. But I think the, you know, the buddy chat and then all the away messages, like the emo away messages of like somebody broke up and you can tell because they put their away message up and it's like a, um, I don't know, whatever those emo bands are, but one of those songs with the all the lyrics. Taking Back Sunday lyric. Yeah. Um, but did you guys ever experience stuff like that? Did you ever date any girls that were super uh, away message and all, all about, you know, jazzing it up? Oh, I mean, all women were super about jazzing it up. And once they introduced, like, the color backdrops and the aim oh, background the and yeah. just... But then I remember specifically, and this is a little bit later than you're asking, but in 2004 or five, when Facebook came out, people started to drop their Facebook links in their AIM profiles, like follow me on the Facebook. <laughs> Hit me up on this new thing. Yeah. yeah. I did that with MySpace too, because MySpace had the buddy, like your top five friends, and that always caused huge drama. Oh, easily and on who's number one who's like your number two yeah you threaten your friends with like all right you're gonna, gonna be take you off. yep you're just one more word jeff and you're off my top five go for it oh it's and like then the, the profile uh, music that would play when you turn when you went to their oh page people are that's how you learn how to html code though because in my space <laughs> you had to do that the ahref yeah you had to find the code own. or someone yeah. would give it to you yeah you find that css code and you you slap it into the script and you download the hacker unit uh i remember having the the matrix like background with the green oh, the whole thing it was the so hard thing. to read your page and it took about like 45 minutes to scroll from top to bottom because it was like every every uh <laughs> two feet of scrolling would be like another new song that started playing <laughs> that shit's still out there you can still access and see your myspace shit oh that's scary i think it, if nothing else if it's i don't know if mine's still out there i'd be surprised if somebody can find it go for it it was either poop monster or spooked you or something of the sort but if you could find it, awesome. But it was insane. I mean, it was just to load some pages. I'm like, my, I'm, my machine is about to take off. My parents' home PC that they got from the Dell guy is about to blast off into space because 
I'm just trying to check out somebody's MySpace page, and it's insane. Oh, my goodness. And then oh. there was all the, um, you know, the whole Napster thing, <laughs> and then LimeWire. Yeah, downloading. Oh, my gosh. We'd sit in your basement with it. You would download more than anyone that I knew. I would just... You were just constantly downloading things. It didn't matter what it was. As soon as I got high-speed internet, which was another tough sell for my parents at the time, was, what do we need it for? I'm like, everybody has it. Why can't we have it? <laughs> I need to download my illegal stuff. Yeah, I need to download my movies and my video games and my files. And I would, like, burn... I think I remember... I probably still have it somewhere in my basement now from the box of crap I brought from my parents' house, but... I burned like old school too. Like part one was on one disc and another was on another. And it was like some oh boy. shitty cam footage of somebody in a theater. Bootlegged. bootlegged. It was bootlegged. Yeah. And like, I've got a, I've got a copy of club dread bootlegged on two DVDs. <laughs> and if the uh, government's listening, we know you are. Cause it's episode three already. Uh, did, we're not, did, we didn't do any of that. Just, Oh no, it was not me. It was, uh, what was, was the guy's thing that, that did it? Pirate Steve. Yeah. Pirate Steve. Yeah. So Yar. Uh, no, but LimeWire, Kazaa, Ares. And I remember yes. I got in so much trouble because I found a way that if you start sharing your files, they will make your download speeds a lot quicker. So the peer-to-peer. Yeah. And so what did I do? But I clicked the import all button from my computer, not realizing that, honestly, it took every single file like c drive file like registry file and i was like as soon as it happened i was like oh shit all of our family files everything on this device is in aries or kazaa and so what <laughs> oh do i gosh. do what do i do next but i go into kazaa and i select all and delete it and as soon as i hit enter <clears throat> blue screen i i literally deleted it from my computer and i'm sitting there about to scream or cry or just visualize how much trouble I'm about to be in because I knew exactly what I just did. I just deleted system files off my parents and family computer. And it was such an act. And I'm sure my family, if they're listening now, they're like, oh my God, you did you did that. I knew it. <laughs> you, um, you well, your, your sisters always knew you were up to trouble they, on the computer. Yeah, they, so, so what happened- Especially waking them up in the middle of the night playing that Jurassic theme- Oh, whatever like you would the, play. the candy, the ice cream truck song. <laughs> I'm down there. I'm like, I think it, like it's shaking the house. You're like, yeah. no, it's fine. Yeah, I just found a new thing to download. And uh, then up, the door would open, and one of them would come down. Eric. Yeah, and so what happened was my dad decides to call Dell because I'm like, I don't know what happened. What? What? I just I was working on. I was doing my homework naturally. <laughs> oh yeah. And it just crashed, and now they're they got Dell on the line, and honestly, they just had to they had to wipe it, they had to format it, and. I think I fessed up to it. I don't remember because it was such a bad memory. But <laughs> if people are still doing it to this day, just a fair warning. Don't import your files into the illegal stuff because... See, we lucked out. We had Brandon. So anytime we broke something, we would just go to him and he'd you know, fix it on the side. And then um, no, one would, no one would know the better. Mr. IT. Mr. IT. Yeah, and... You know, that, that was such a good time, you know, back in like the Napster days, the everybody sharing music and ripping CDs. Like, did you guys rip so and many burn CDs. a lot of CDs? So, so much. Yeah, I remember yeah, my older brother had like cases of movies, yeah. just cases of every movie you could think of. Yeah, just selling it out of like his, uh, you know, trench coat jacket out in the street with his Matrix glasses. Oh, my gosh. My little brother used to do that in high school. He's 
well, he was born in like 91, I think. So he would have been in high school post 2000s anyways, but he used to, he used to put a like disclaimer in front of the movies that he burned and ripped and sold of him winking at the camera going, enjoy the movie. <laughs> He definitely got in trouble. You gotta find that file. All right. I, I, I shout out to Jesse who yeah. avoids all social media, but somewhere somebody has a <laughs> copy of uh, Jeepers Creepers with him saying, "Enjoy the movie." The lean machine. We're looking to you to deliver there, bud. Uh, we we probably think you got it somewhere. No, that he saved a lot of stuff just as blackmail. Yeah, just to get back. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean. Man. I mean, the 90s, obviously, there was just so many things to pull from. It's tough to name them all. But, you know, some of those things like AOL and Blockbuster, um, but even like the board games we play. I feel like back in the 90s, I played a lot of board games that like nowadays I've strayed away from. I know you guys play some more board games, but what were some of like those go to classic board games you guys would play uh, with family or friends? It's like Monopoly, Stratego. I mean, those are like the two. We played this one. It was more of a card game called Raise the Roof, just because my dad's in construction stuff, so he thought it was funny. Uh, but we used to play that every time we went camping. Dad joke uh, at its finest. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, that's great. What about you, Justin? Any any board games come to mind growing up? The big one that comes to my mind is X-Men Alert, which, Jeff, you've played with us, whether you remember yeah. it or not. Um, <laughs> This is a fantastic game. Uh, it's so it's essentially it's a it's a it's like a role playing dice rolling game where you pick the different X Men characters that you want. It's from 1991, and I remember walking to Toys R Us with six dollars in my pocket, which is all the game cost. Buying the game and then going over to the neighbor behind us when we lived in Chicago, he was the alley behind us. It was the Liggett family, which we've talked about extensively on Back in Time podcast. So if you want to learn more about the Liggett family, follow Back in Time Pod. Nice. Um, but we used <laughs> cheap plug. Um, we used to play X Men Alert, and I still have the original board game from 1991 that I like to pull out all the time and just. Play X Men Alert. It's a fantastic. Yeah, we played game. that a few months ago, the first time. We, yeah, we 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 dragged Jeff into it, and I, I remember you enjoying it. So my family it was, it was very based off like the cartoon, right? The characters, the way they looked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in my household, we had some of the staples growing up, like you know, even games like Twister or uh, Monopoly, like you said, Jeff or Bingo, like the classic family Bingo, where you like get the balls and roll them around and all that. But since I <laughs> get the balls, you know, play with the balls. Um, but I had two, I, I have two sisters and growing up, they're older than me. So it was usually a two to one vote every time. So like get the boy game or get the girl game. So I got stuck playing a lot of games like mall madness and dream phone. And so I would be trying to find out who is trying to date me and who's the perfect date. So like Steve, if you're out there, stop, ditching me you're not busy you're not playing football okay uh answer my call but mall madness i don't know if you guys ever played that or am i just alone here i've never I, even heard of it well you, you've so, heard of mall madness so i played mall madness because like i grew up in a single family home where we had a lot of babysitters who typically are female 
um, back in the 90s. And when they wanted to play a board game, guess what? It was Mall Madness or uh, Mystery Date or all those wonderful games that a seven-year-old boy loves to play. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a fun game. I mean, I actually enjoyed it. It wasn't it wasn't that bad. It wasn't like super girly, like you're playing dress up or anything. I mean, you get a credit card, you you swipe it, you go to all the stores, you make sure you get all the deals, all the sales. So, all the girls listening, I'm hoping you know you're you're gonna back me up here that how great the game was because uh, I need your help here. I need some help. Well, and here's a question for the for everyone listening. A side question. Well, uh, a sub question, but. It, it has to do with with games, but for adults at the time. Uh, Eric, I think you'd remember this uh, probably quite fondly. But every, uh, I think every year, a couple times a year, uh, at least our parents would play that Bunko game. Oh, yeah. Remember, we'd have to go to bed early because we weren't allowed to stay up when, you know, basically they were all just getting drunk. Yeah. And play. Bunko, but was that just to us? Was that a, you know, west suburbs of Chicago, or is that like were other parents playing Bunko? I feel like that's a great question. I feel like there's a lot because of... our parents, like your mom, my mom, were huge into that. Yeah, like they had the, was a the big clubs event. and the Friday nights, and it was like once a month or every other month. But I, I, I have a feeling. I feel like that's just like a, a U.S. thing. Just people, ladies around the world, or maybe some guys. But I know it's more like a, a mom type event to get together and probably just mostly drink and drink wine and have fun. But that game, and then the other thing that comes to mind is left, right, center. Like I know that's still a big game for some folks nowadays, um, and a lot of people play that. But uh, yeah, you, you can't miss a. A Feline machine party without left, right, center. Yeah. No, that's excellent. That's excellent. So, guys, um, I mean, we've talked a lot of 90s. I, I feel like there's still more stuff for us to talk about, but maybe for another oh, we episode. we will definitely revisit 90s. Um, you know, it's, it is Friday. We want to have uh, everybody get back to their weekend. So we're glad you joined us. Thanks so much for hopping on, listening to us. Again, thanks, everybody, for your support. I know this is only episode three, but we've got a lot of – good feedback from you guys we got some folks following us and liking our stuff so please continue to like and share and uh, follow us and subscribe so that every time we drop a new episode you are there to catch it did you see what i did there justin did you see what i did fantastic fantastical so everybody have a great friday great weekend thanks so much for joining us uh and with that being said jeff is now going to close us out with his best version of the dial-up modem from the aol days Take it away, Jeff. Bring. That was terrible. All right, we're gonna. No, that was terrible. Just, no, you're that, cut. That's you're a, cut that's, from the. All right, we're still going. This is still. Uh, this is still going. So, Justin, let's see how we can how we can compare to you. Go ahead. <laughs> no, that just. All right, Eric. At this point, you might as well give us your so, best. So, all right. So here we go. <clears throat> Hey, Eddie Murphy from Shrek, calm down. (laughs) Yeah, I can see see you next time. We'll see you next time, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll uh, catch you on the next episode. Good boys. Okay, bye bye.